Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Alumni Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin. And I'm Alexis. Today, we are interviewing Crystal, a recent IVC transfer alumni who has transferred to UCLA. Hello, Crystal. Everybody, thank you so much for having me. So my name is Crystal. I'm an incoming third year transfer student at UCLA, and I study sociology. Um, my career goals, I think I want to be either a therapist or an industrial organizational psychologist. I'm not completely sure yet, but just somewhere in those fields. Yay, we're so excited to have you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Um, So our first question is what made you decide to go to the community college and what are some of the ways you feel you benefited from choosing to attend IVC? So community college was definitely the best choice that I could have made coming out of high school. Not only was it the most financially rational decision to make, especially emphasized due to the online education across universities offered during the pandemic, during the pandemic, but all the programs that IVC offers truly makes me feel blessed to call myself an alumni. Um, I wasn't the best student in high school from when you're 14 to 18 years of age. I think you're going through a lot of changes mentally, physically, perhaps spiritually as well. And I certainly didn't maintain a perfect academic record navigating through all the obstacles that adolescence presents. So I really do applaud anybody who was able to say that they were able to put forth their best academic performance during those four years, because it's tough. And it goes without saying that you're utilizing this time to balance so many other things in your life, figuring out how to align your priorities with your values and discovering your purpose, which comes along this emerging independence that you're granted in high school. I think for me, I hadn't quite discovered my academic passions during my early teenage years. And I also was somebody who was more entranced by immediate gratifications at the time. Being a great student renders discipline, focus, conscientiousness, and a goal-oriented mindset. And perhaps I wasn't the most mature person since I wouldn't be able to describe myself as any of these things looking back a few years prior. So when I had toured the schools that I did get into out of high school, such as UC Santa Cruz and SDSU, I didn't quite feel at home there. But on the other hand, right when I set foot onto IBC's campus, I could immediately tell that it was an environment that would foster my growth as a person and as a student. Without a doubt, I knew this was a place that I wanted to spend the next two years at, and it was just an undeniable feeling. So obviously there is a stigma that comes with choosing to go to a community college, and I'll admit that I definitely swallowed my pride a little bit when I first decided to enroll here. But I think everybody's on their own path of life, and people should be valued based on their reputation or their achievements, and I still very much stand by this as a student at UCLA. So don't discount the education offered at community college. The smaller class sizes and thus the more personalized learning experience. Whether it's for financial reasons, the more seamless transition to university, wanting to stay closer to home, or transferring to a different university, IBC and community colleges as a whole offer all these benefits and more. And IBC especially has such a transfer-oriented community, being the community college with the highest transfer rate. And so I had no problem finding like-minded individuals and people who I feel so incredibly blessed to have met because I know that I'm going to be friends with them for the rest of my life. And furthermore, community college is the most diverse place to be. And I've met people from all different walks of life, financially, racially, in terms of age, people of all different backgrounds and experiences. And as I feel as though this has made me become a more open-minded and understanding individual. So I have absolutely no regrets coming here and I wouldn't want to have it any other way. Well, I love that so much. I just love that. Like you sound like you've matured a lot since high school and grown a lot. And um, I really agree that like, it's so hard to actually focus in high school when you're 
like 14, 15, 16, 17, and you have all the other stuff like going on in your life, it's so hard to like concentrate on like education and all of that. And coming to community college is a really good option for people who maybe had a difficult time in high school and now are like learning to mature and are learning to actually like, like focus on their education and want to um, get into even better schools. So I love that, that's so amazing. Um, our next question is, what were some of your favorite or most useful classes that you took at IVC? Looking back, do you have any courses that you didn't need to take? Yeah, so at the top of my head, I think some of my favorite classes were definitely Social One, and that was taught by Christopher Finego. And he was somebody who really inspired my love for the subject of sociology because I hadn't taken sociology course in high school, but I kind of just felt like, oh, I feel like this should be my major. Like when I just kind of read about it online, I was like, oh, I feel like this kind of suits me. And I took social one, like my first semester at IBC. And that is a very like lecture heavy based course. Um, there's not a lot of work that you do outside of the class, but it really thrives on class participation. And so I think that was a class that also made me become a better public speaker, maybe become more confident. And he was somebody who just loved hearing like, all different kinds of experiences and perspectives. And I think he's somebody who was a really interesting person as well. Um, just all the things that he would talk about. And I remember one time he was talking about, you know, all the travels that he's been to, like all the food that he's eaten at all these different places. And he also spoke about, you know, this like penis festival in Tokyo one time. And that was something I integrated into one of my college essays as well, because it made me think about the stigmatization of sex work here in the United States, as opposed to, you know, around the world and just other things like that. And then another one of my favorite courses would be um, research methods in psychology that was taught by Carrie Tucker. Um, it's abbreviated by Psych2. And this is a really interesting class because this is a course where you are able to conduct your own research like at IVC and you're able to survey IVC students. And for me, I compared immigrants and non-immigrants on their predisposition to experiencing anxiety, depression, and stress. And that was something I was really interested in because um, I'm really passionate about mental health in general and just like mental health advocacy. Um, and then a lot of people from their work in this class um, are involved in Beta, and that is a like a national honor society for students interested in psychology. So we all got to go to Portland together as a group, maybe a group of like 25 to 30 of us or something like that. And people were able to actually like present their research at this international research conference. And that's just so amazing. And that's just something that, you know, is one of the benefits that IBC has to offer too. And I think that was just so cool. Like I loved those two mm -hmm. classes. Um, any courses that I didn't have to take, um, so during my, like, even though I'm a sociology major, I got a psychology associate's degree as well. And I got two other ones like emphasis in liberal studies and emphasis in social and behavioral sciences. Um, but I think all the courses that I took counted for units for like either of those four degrees. And so I wouldn't say I had any courses that I didn't need to take. Um, and all the courses that I did take, I mean, I do take something valuable from each of them. So yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's important to take classes that 
obviously are relevant and mandatory towards your major, but it's also nice to take classes that you genuinely have interest in, and it's going to help you decide what major you're passionate about. Um, and so going into the next question, what extracurriculars, clubs, or organizations were you a part of during your time at IVC, and what did you learn from them? Okay, so I was involved, my major commitments in community college was being a part of these four boards. Like I was a regular member of other clubs as well, but these four boards definitely took up more of my time as opposed to just being a regular member of the other ones. So the first board that I joined was being the administrative director of the Misfits Club. And as the admin director, I was listed as a contributor under Project Almanac. And Project Almanac is a crowdsourced student directory like written by students for students. So we would publicize mental health resources, resources for studying, um, resources to stay goal-oriented for certain career paths, um, mental health tips, things like that. And then I became the ICC representative of Active Minds. And that is something that really aligns with my passion and my career goals as well, because Active Minds is the nation's premier nonprofit organization dedicated to changing the conversations surrounding mental health. And as the ICC representative, I would go to these bi-weekly club meetings, compile a club report, and kind of just serve as a liaison between the board and the inner club council for this college chapter of ours. And then I became the treasurer of art club. And then I was the outreach and networking committee of the Anthropology Society. And just across the board on all these clubs, I feel like I was involved with things that I was truly passionate about. So whether it was in terms of like, academic reasons for like the anthropology society or like just like stress relieving outlets between like active minds the art club or just I'm just feeling like I was making a difference in the misfits club like all my community I think I learned to wear different hats and to work on these projects and these initiatives that were a part of something that was bigger than myself and that was very meaningful for me and I think that was something that um really made my time here at IBC. That's so amazing. I love how all of your club involvements were so like, like things that you were so passionate about. And I love that you felt like you were able to like make a difference in other people's lives. I think something important when like choosing clubs to join is to choose clubs that you actually like want to be part of and not joining clubs just for like, oh, I was part of a club. It's, it's really important for people to do things um, because they want to and not because they should they feel that they should um, write something on their college applications. And so now shifting towards um, college applications, how long did you spend on writing your personal insight questions for the UC application? What topics did you choose to write about? Okay, so if I'm being completely honest, I wrote all my PIQs within a week and I don't recommend that anybody does this, but I just didn't get a head start on them over the summer and I kind of procrastinated on them when I had schoolwork to do, like once the fall semester started. But I think if you do have to cram them all in, then just at least know like mentally what topics you want to write about and kind of just like a general idea of what the content of each essay is going to entail. Because I think the hardest part is brainstorming and fitting all of your ideas into that 350 word count and the rest kind of just like flows out. But um, you get to choose four out of the eight. And the ones that I chose were, let me read the prompts. So this is one that you have to write about, and it says, please describe how you prepared for your intended major, including your readiness to succeed in your upper division courses once you enroll at the university. 
So that was the first one. And then the second one I wrote about was describe the most significant challenge you have faced and the steps you have taken to overcome this challenge. How has this challenge affected your academic achievement? And then um, what have you done to make your school or your community a better place? And then another one I read about was, oh, every person has a creative side and it can be expressed in many ways. Problem solving, original and, and original and innovative thinking and artistically to name a few. Describe how you express your creative side. Um, so those are the four that I wrote about. And then for each one, I kind of, I guess I can read a little bit from each PIQ. Wait, let me see. <laughs> so, okay, I guess for the first one where you have to write about, it says, please describe how you prepared for your intended major, including your readiness to succeed in your upper division courses once you enroll the university. So what I wrote was, people have always intrigued me, especially people who come from ostensibly vastly different backgrounds from myself. Sociology allows me to make sense of these divergences, connect with others on a global scale, and account for humanity in every situation as it relates to my own perception of the world. The dichotomy of growing up as a second-generation immigrant of war refugee parents and the concurrent accessibility to air conditioning in my middle-class home has significantly shaped my identity. I've always been frugal, conscious of how the value of a dollar in the U.S. can skew someone's life chances abroad, and I've always been inquisitive, knowing that conflict theories of power and systemic racism have been at play for centuries to perpetuate generations of cyclical inequality. As a young girl, I was disturbed by the corruption within the nation's contemporary prison industrial complex, which claimed to stand as the poster child for justice. Um, okay, so that was kind of like, I can elaborate more on this, but then at the end, I kind of say like, from multi-varying angles, sociology and its nuances have given me breadth and purpose, humility and perseverance. Even when considering my educational future, a feminist sociological theory of power structures reminds me to empower myself by learning more about the world I live in. So I feel like from this essay, I kind of talked about like how I really just had a passion for what I was studying in school and how that passion kind of translates to my um, perspective of how I view things like outside the world as well, like not just in the classroom. And then I can talk about, so for the creative prompt one, I kind of talked about how I really loved doing makeup and I would do makeup for friends at prom and for like my sister's dance competitions in high school. And I kind of talked about how, so even though this is like a creative essay, I knew I was applying to a school. So I kind of wanted to relate it back to my academics um, yeah, so <laughs> one of the things I said within this essay is that, um, makeup has allowed me to accurately judge situations and express myself in ways that words will never be able to. In both makeup and in life, it is essential to evaluate the means to reach the ends, as there's never going to be a perfect formula for a precise amount of lasting power, pigment, creaminess, and finish. <laughs> And ultimately, being a makeup artist has equipped me with the wisdom to excel in personal and academic endeavors. And relating that to my education, it's taught me about time management and goal setting in the way that choosing the perfect shade of bronzer for a summer day is essential to the story of a face as is writing this application to piecing, the, piecing together the story of my future. So that was my creative one. And then 
The next one, the most significant challenge I have faced and the steps I've taken to overcome this challenge. How has this challenge affected your academic achievement? So this one, I wrote about how I really struggled with my mental health in high school, but then, okay, this this prompt specifically, when it says describe the most significant challenge you face, you can't just say like, oh, this is everything that I've been through. I've been through so many traumatic events. You kind of have to say like how you're getting over it, how that helps you in your academic life, like things like that. Um, so I kind of talked about my mental health issues, but then I was talking earlier about my research that I did in one of my psychology classes and how that was in terms of people's mental health. So like that, my own struggles with my mental health kind of gave me the passion to pursue that and study that and things like that. Um, and then what have I done to make my school or my community a better place? Um, so I started out this essay, I can just read part of it, but <laughs> above all, I am motivated by an innate responsibility to eradicate the injustices of my community and ultimately the world. Thus, I aspire to become a therapist because of the immense growth and fulfillment I receive exercising my strengths to directly alleviate human suffering. My previous internships have allowed me to gain insight into combating food insecurity and reducing the international orphan communities of unnecessary cases. And honestly, this essay, I don't really like it as much as some of my other ones because I felt like it was a little bit more of like a resume as opposed to a story. But yeah, I mean, it kind of worked out for me in the end. So a lot of times for personal insight questions, people are really focused on like saying the right thing instead of telling a story, right? And revealing more about who you are. But I think if you're passionate about what you're doing, then that's going to translate into your work ethic and in your essays. And if you're only doing things for resume, then that's going to be reflected. But just make sure that for each essay, you're telling them a different story and showcasing a separate aspect of your personality. So like, for example, one of them might give weight to your resiliency and how you handle challenges or setbacks. And then another of them is going to showcase your thirst to learn more about the world around you. And then another one might emphasize your like generosity and drive to give back to your community. But so the thing is, my goal was UCLA and they greatly value scholarship, leadership and service. So then I definitely chose the prompts that would more like would more strongly demonstrate these particular aspects within my personality. Thank you for giving insight about what you wrote in your essays, kind of what Alexis talked about when it came with clubs. It's important to choose clubs and also write prompts that are specific towards you and you feel like is um, personal towards you. But at the same time, you should keep in mind that you are writing these to a college, but colleges don't want to hear like the same repetitive story. So it's important to make it personal. Um, okay, moving on to the next question. How has your transition from IVC to UCLA been so far? Do you have any advice for students who will be transferring to UCLA soon? So I'm only entering my second week right now, but so far it's been pretty smooth. And I think I've been combating pastors, imposter syndrome, just by reminding myself about the concept of unconditional love, because you shouldn't love yourself more after reaching a specific goal. And you also shouldn't compare yourself because human beings are just so unique. But if you really do want to compare yourself, I mean, the fact of the matter is that there's always going to be somebody who's like smarter or better or more hardworking, et cetera, et cetera. And just being as a student here only for two weeks, I think I can already tell that everybody here is crazy smart. And during my class discussions, I've met people who are able to eloquently communicate themselves in a way that I feel like I'll never be able to. And you know what? That's okay. Because <laughs> when I entered community college, I kind of let go of validation stemming from academic achievement and pursuits because it was definitely more of a fresh start for me. 
And I think the more unconditional love you have for yourself, then the less judgmental you are of everybody around you. Additionally, whether it's your dream school or community college, every school has its pros and cons. So don't be in the mindset right now if you're at IVC that it sucks right now. But once I get to UCLA or UC Berkeley or et cetera, then I'll be happy because it might not be that way. I think you should be content with what you're doing in the present because the future is never guaranteed. If you are transferring to UCLA, though, then make the most of week zero because I met so many people here already. So make friends with people on your floor, in the dining halls, in whatever you're involved in, and people are going to introduce you to their friends. At the end of the day, I think school is cool as far as education goes, but going to a prestigious university offers you valuable connections that other places might not. It's going to be a bit different from IVC because it might feel overwhelming at times and you might feel homesick every now and then, but all these changes are just features of this new chapter in your life that everybody is inevitably battling. Thank you for the advice. Um, that's really good advice. I agree that like the people who are at IVC right now, I know it's hard to like not be in a mindset of like, oh, I just want to transfer, but it's really important to, to kind of think about like the things that are good at IVC and the things you can enjoy while you're at IVC. Because if not, you could get stuck into like a really bad place of like, I don't want to be here. I just want to get out as soon as possible. Um, and IVC does have a lot of really good resources and really good people. Um, and so it's important to, to be uh, appreciative of IVC while you're at IVC. And also, I love the advice of like making friends with people once you transfer and making the most out of like your first few weeks, because those are really important during um, your first few weeks to make sure that you're um, getting out there and, and meeting new people. Um, and then our last question for you is, what advice do you have for new IBC students who are hoping to transfer in two years? What do you think they should be doing to have a successful transfer application? Yeah, so for this question, I would kind of just say to know what your priorities are. I think life is all about making these decisions and these choices. And I don't think that they're necessarily right decisions or wrong decisions, but I think it's just about what you really want in your own life because you're gonna have to make sacrifices. So if you're saying to yourself, I wanna get into UCLA, then live by that, set time apart and study. I know it can suck and it will be really hard sometimes. <laughs> and during my time here, I know I was like, unironically called like a nerd and all these things but the older you get I think the less that people's comments affect you like whether they're positive or negative for me it was important to push myself into accomplishing all the things that I knew I was capable of accomplishing there's so many opportunities here but at the same time you know there's gonna be so many opportunities at wherever you're gonna transfer to next so don't be so hard on yourself I think it's a blurry line to walk on between pushing yourself to be the best you can be but then also appreciating yourself for who you are in the present more practical advice would be to meet with a counselor at least once a semester to make sure you're on track, use Rate My Professor, make at least one friend in each of your classes, stay organized. I'm sure you've heard all these things, you know, just write all the important dates from your class syllabi into your calendar planner as soon as possible. Another thing, I don't even know if I'm like allowed to say this, and I don't know if this is something that particularly pertains to IVC, because maybe it's like this in other community colleges too, but there's so much unnecessary drama here. And for what? It's freaking community college. So if you want a successful transfer application, do not get bogged down by the drama because it's the most temporary thing on the planet. Don't do things to impress other people and don't do things solely for a resume. Do things because you're passionate about learning, about making a difference in people's lives. So surround yourself with the right people, people who push you to do better and to be a better person. Whether you want to transfer to UCLA, UC Berkeley, UCI, and Ivy League, or Cal State, make noble decisions and be proud of the way that you live your life. 
Thank you so much for inputting and spending your time here. We really appreciate it. Um, I think the main takeaways we can take from this interview is always focus on your passion and your goals and be very clear about that. Um, And even though it can be hard at times and you just want to get out of IVC or get out of community college, always just be content with where you are right now and try your best. Yeah, thank you so much for all of the advice, Crystal. We really appreciate your input and you just have, you have such great um, advice for all of us. And I think that we, everyone listening can, can learn a lot from this podcast. Oh my God, you guys are so sweet. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who is listening. Make sure to um, follow our Instagram for updates on future podcasts and tune in to all of our future podcasts for more advice about transferring. Thank you. Thank you.